Greetings, everyone. It is an honor to be here with you. I am Aurora, and today we have a most beautiful, spicy Latina roundtable. <laughs> Though, of course, we're universal. You know, we don't classify us, ourselves as one. But yes, um, we have beautiful Latina, uh, divine, empowered, um, spicy, but also very enlightened beautiful divine feminine here today and um, they will share their introductions shortly but I'll go ahead and begin with mine if you have you guys have any questions also do add them to the chat and um, Minnie is keeping an eye on chat so we'll go ahead and she'll relay those over to me so yeah add them now I love you all thank you for being here I am Aurora I am the founder of Aura Hypnosis Healing Raw Reiki quantum galactic akashic readings and i train in all these certifications as well as i do provide sessions for uh, all that i mentioned i am also the author to galactic soul history of the universe right here which you can find under it's so bright <laughs> um so you can find in amazon on amazon um and it is a past life regression entity removal that's what it is, and you can find that in printed and in English and in Spanish and in Español. And we also have that available in audiobook under my website. You can join us for any of our courses and any of our sessions on the RisingPhoenixAurora.com and get ready for a most um, uh, passionate roundtable, I think. We all have um, much passion here, and uh, all these beautiful ladies are very connected and awakened to their hearts and they've also very very clear in energy as they have worked very hard in um, clearing their vessels as they all actually all are aura and raw aura hypnosis and raw certified so it's an honor to be here with them and i've been thinking about this round table for uh, some time and um i'll begin my introduction and why i thought this was why we thought really the galactics thought that this was important on earth for us to connect to um and but I will allow now for them to introduce themselves. All right, beautiful. Whoever would like to go next. Say hi, say where you're from. Hello. Your name and maybe your YouTube channel, <laughs> you have one. <laughs> go ahead, Mayara. So yeah, my name is Mayara and I'm super happy to be here with this beautiful, you know, this beautiful round table and this awesome energy. And yeah, I am, um, Aura Hypnosis and Raw Reiki Certified Holistic Healer. And I specialize in sacred sexuality teachings. And my YouTube channel is Maya Ra Healing Arts. The link will be down here below and at the description box. And also, if you like to learn more about what is this, you know, sacred sexuality and healing, how that goes together. I'm actually uh, sharing a free webinar in two weeks from now on April 16th. The link will be here below as well. So you can register on myarahealingarts.com forward slash webinar. And yeah, I'll be sharing a lot about how we can, you know, utilize the power of our sexual energy to heal our body, ourselves, and release you know remove any blockage any trauma and really utilize the sexual energy not only for more physical pleasure because we all love that but also for spiritual awakening so yeah it's awesome i love it and 
yes, let's see now what we're gonna combine. You know, when Aurora, she always, when she invites me for the round tables, I never really know what's gonna happen. And when I saw the pictures and the names, I was like, yes, I love this, you know, and I already have messages like I wanna share. So yeah, thank you. And I'm gonna let somebody else introduce themselves. <laughs> Whoever would like to go next. I can go. I can go ahead and break the ice with that. Um, get over done with, right? So um, many of you already know me. I am Daisy, Daisy Arias, and I own the website Esoteric Vibes. Many of you have ordered higher self portrait paintings from me, and this is just a small sample of the work that I've done. So uh, aside of being aura certified, I also am certified in the Akashic Records. I do RAS. So everything that has come from uh, being a member of Rising Phoenix Aurora and everything that she has taught us, I have become certified in. So I'm looking forward to this round table. It's my first one. So I'm here to have fun, laugh, and, and learn because that's what we're here for, to learn. Beautiful, 100%. Hi, I am so honored to be here with these beautiful, amazing souls, women. And my name is Candice. I am a bright and shiny light being just like you. <laughs> And um, yeah, I am also, as Aurora mentioned, I'm um, Aura and Raw certified. Um, and you can find me on YouTube under Shiny Disco Ball. And I'm just so happy to be here. I came, I went from Southern California, just recently went all the way to the East in um, South Carolina. So I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm in great honor. Thank you for having me. Hi, my name is Tamara. I am also Aura and Raw certified. It's an honor to be here. It's my first one too, my first round table. Um, it's been a very beautiful journey. Every day is magic and uh, meeting all of you, it has such a great deep meaning. It changes my life. And the more you incorporate your knowledge, it also helps me change the lives of others as well as we follow our hearts and we follow our truth. Uh, for now, I am still working on the project on my website, so it's still not built yet, but you can definitely write uh, me an email at whitefirephoenixhealing at protonmail.com. I also built a little shop on Etsy as well. It's whitefireprhnxhealing, because the vowels couldn't fit in there. But, uh, um, yes, for now, uh, that's how you can find me. And also I am in Instagram and I was able to change the name uh, on Instagram, uh, White Fire Phoenix Healing as well. So you can definitely find me there as well. Thank you. Gorgeous, gorgeous. All of you are gorgeous. Thank you. We are here as an embodiment of what we all can be. And I would like to introduce a, a bit of what I wanted to share with the um, Galactics Raw uh, the benevolence that we channel, the Council of Twelve, would like to share with us today. Every single, you know, that every single video that that we do, 
that comes through through our channels of rising phoenix or aurora are, are important for a specific reason everything is divinely guided by source by the benevolence in what exactly needs to come forth so these are puzzle pieces that collectively individually but then collectively connect in uh, assisting shifting consciousness and bringing forth organic timelines also thank you to all these beautiful beautiful ladies here who have joined us today first thing i, I wanted to talk about was uh, the fact that in, in many forms we've always been um throughout our life we always have to make ourselves seem smaller um in many forms whether it is that we are um, a specific race or whether we're a female or a male or whether just period you know they they tell the males you know no crying females you're too sensitive you know all these different things so you've learned you've been programmed into really making yourself seem small a lot of what we embody within our YouTube channel and all the forms that we communicate is finding that remembrance in you and how divinely powerful you are and to stop making yourself seem so small. And so this this roundtable is really for me as they're all going to share different perspectives, though. But um, for for me, it is let's stop making ourselves so small. Let's stop because when we do that, we're really um, yes, we need to honor other people, but we make ourselves seem so little. And when we do that, we diminish our who we are we hide um we we could be living you know a double life in many forms and and that can happen and and it has to be sometimes when we're spiritually awakened in the 3d world um but it's about empowerment and living life um like a beautiful dance life itself is a dance and um we have these beautiful feminine here who were born in different parts of say um south um yeah south america and or ancestors and descendants of south america and why i want to explain about that is that it is the sacred law the, the sacred law of sacral chakra you know which is why you find lots of latins are very passionate and um you know fierce and because we're carrying that creational energy within us but though everyone can tap into that but everyone has been born in their sacred locations on in the in the world for a reason you know like the african-americans in africa for the law of free will really fighting for freedom um you know the jerusalem speaking their voice or the throat chakra so together we make such a beautiful combination and a multi-dimensional uh, we are all these races but we know races are not say um we're that's limiting we know that we're actually infinite galactic beings but there is a reason why we've been born why we've been born perhaps to a jewish heritage or um um you know an england heritage or uk or, or uh, yeah canadian it's because there are um rooted energies there that we are to anchor and activate and, and then profoundly heal the ancestral line that we've been doing all our lives the minute that we were born the minute we even came into the womb so today i want to share with you to some of the spiciness that is from um the north americas and how you want to just live life singing dancing and allowing yourself to be your most genuine true self not hiding yourself and not no longer perhaps um playing it small when you are actually this vast beauty 
that the world is ready to dance with and to hear sing. Um, so everything that you do, it is important that we do it with the most greatest infinite love. And if you're going to do it, you better do it with the most passion. Um, if you kiss your significant other, you better kiss her like she's deliciously edible. You know, you kiss her with the greatest passion. If you're going to, you know, cook for your family, you put on some music and you dance to it and you stir it and you put some extra spice and love into it and put that creational energy that we all carry, right? Because we all have these chakras. So if you're going to do it, do it to the fullest. No, there's no point in doing it if you're, I mean, if you're not going to do it to the fullest and the greatest passion, you know, um, if you're going to have, you know, sacred sex with your partner, do it like it's the most blessed sacred act of creation and you have been gifted with the greatest gift of performing this so view life like you are making love to it in all forms and not in a um you know perverted way when we're saying that is like you know when you talk to and connect to the trees understand that you're dancing with them and they're dancing with you when you lay on the grass understand that every single part of those little tiny grasses grasses is humbled for you to lay upon it and they're gracing you with their love light that they're holding inside of them when you're um, looking upon that flower and how it dances with the wind so learn to fall in love with life learn to make love to it learn to enjoy it passionately let's have some fun let's have some joy some spiciness um and yeah let's one of the songs that I really, really love, and I'm going to share with you guys here. Um, so I love this song. And and this is also pertaining, though, to not just the if you don't have a partner, you know, really falling in love with yourself. And so those of you who I have a lot of you who have been single for quite some time. And but during this time, you, you woke up during this time, you learned how to fall in love with yourself you learned how to look at yourself and be like wow i am sexy you know that's how you want to be looking at yourself i am hot you know um so take this time even though you're sick even if you're single to really fall in love with yourself because then that will create a, a natural vibration to bring forth a soulmate a twin flame union and whatever is meant to divinely happen for you so this song i really love this song i listen to many many songs that actually prepare me this is a beautiful song i'm going to share it here and then we'll open it up for you all <laughs> so it's a beautiful song of juanes and i think he's from colombia and i forget where mona laferte is from laferte so it is um they are sharing a very sensual sensual song where they're talking about really um how to make love to one another okay so i'm gonna play it a little bit and but you guys can check it out and the way i listen to to music is nowadays i don't listen to really well kind of for artists but i listen to the vibration what's what is this a song help me feel what does it activate what does it change because you know a lot of times we could be in a lower type of vibrational emotion we put on a song and all of a sudden we're cheery we're back in the higher vibration so that's what sound does it heals us so here's this song and what she's saying is i'll, I'll translate grab me by my hair and repeat my name 
and love me without trying too hard. That went too fast. <laughs> Tie me up. And then this part says, that means heal me, heal me. I don't know how to translate that. <laughs> heal me. Transform me little by little. Tie me up. <laughs> well, all right. Hopefully that was spicy enough for you all to um, to enjoy. Who would like to go next? <laughs> I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I was yeah, like, I think I opened it up pretty good for you, Myra. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see if anyone wanted to go. Yeah, um, the message that I've been tapping into lately and I feel called to share is about feminine energy. Like the, I feel like it's a reclaiming of feminine energy. And what I observed like from learning, observing within myself and then in society, I feel like women have become quite masculine in general. I had a lot of masculine traits myself that I didn't even know. So when I started becoming aware of, I started consciously shifting it. And the way you know I dress, the way I speak, even if it's during a conflict, how I can still be soft. And now that we cannot be aggressive when it needs to be, you know, because we can go and fight as well. But in general, right, like we don't need to go through life like just being so hard, like hard is such a masculine energy. And I feel that women, like we had to fight, at least if I see the women in my family, they had to fight and they could not depend on the men in their lives. So a lot of women in my family became hard and they lost that softness, you know, that gentleness. And, and then in romantic relationship, if you want a masculine man, right, that clashes. And then a lot of men, they're very feminine as well nowadays. So I have been learning and kind of connecting more with my feminine energy, my softness, my gentleness, my beauty and, you know, my tone of voice. And I feel like it's, it's really empowering actually for women to be more feminine we don't have to be masculine to be powerful and the masculine uh, feminine energy sometimes some people see as like a weakness you know women sometimes they feel that they're being weak but it's the opposite when we can be feminine we can actually magnetize things to us much easier than if we're fighting and we can be magnetic and we can literally like rest in our feminine, how, you know, there is the saying like rest in your feminine. So when we can rest in our feminine, we attract things, we magnetize because that's a feminine energy. So we align within and we are shining and then we are attracting. And even in my life, like I slow down so much and I'm so, you know, before I was so anxious and now I'm, I'm I'm like, I like to be precise and I, everything I do, even if it's washing dishes, I'm not rushing, you know, I do my makeup, I'm taking my time, unless it's really necessary. 
because I'm being precise and I'm just being, you know, just kind of almost like flowing, you know, and, and I notice as well when I get out and when maybe something or someone triggers me and I notice if I answer right back with the aggressivity and I'm like, how can I do it better next time? I don't have to just react with the same energy. How can I still be soft even if someone is being aggressive to me? So, yeah, and I feel like that's empowering as, you know, if we are a feminine woman, because some women, they may be connected more with the masculine energy, and that's okay if that's what they feel, right? If they feel more masculine, even in a female body. But if you want to be, if you're, if you're connected for feminine energy, then start to like learning about those traits and yeah, and really like amplifying those because th those traits, those are the ones that make you magnetic, that make you powerful, that make you beautiful, you know? So yeah, and then I, that's the message I want to start with sharing <laughs> for the women watching it. And, and even for males too, you know, because in, with males, I feel like it's just for all of us, it's important that we know the differences of feminine and masculine energy because we need that balance in our day-to-day -day life as individuals. But then when we are in relationship, especially romantically, we also need to know like, we, like my core is more feminine. So my partner, I want a partner with a more masculine core. So if my partner is being really passive, he's not taking initiative and there's more of a feminine energy, you know? So it's not really attractive. So, but in the day-to-day -day as one, we need to know both. So I need my masculine energy. For example, I have a structure. I meditate in the morning, I meditate at night, I work out. So I have a structure and those are masculine energies. I, you know, so by the same time, my, my core is feminine. So I stay more of my feminine. So we need to really know, you know, the qualities of each and know how to embody when we need different energies, you know, and then helps our life, even in business, in dating, in everything. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm going to start with and <laughs> see what else comes. <laughs> Beautiful, Myra. I love how you, um, just the perspective that you put on it really reminds me too of what we teach with the galactic Akashic and how the Kabbalah, right? And how the different parts of the body and how to align those and um, find unity when, within the feminine and the masculine. I love how though you you went in um, uh, at a uh, very deep level with that. Thank you, thank you. All right, so whoever likes, to... go ahead, Candy. I would love to. Yes, I would love to go next. Um, thank you so much, Aurora, for sharing that song with us, and also Myra for for that um, perspective. And what I would like to share is the awareness of the rise of the lions and the divine masculine as we know. Um, as the feminine, the divine feminine is imbalanced and aligns with herself and her strength and her power as Myra explained how she's imbalanced and she's aware of her masculine and feminine um, traits and attributes, the divine masculine is now being called, as we know, fourth online. So I have such a strong, beautiful awareness of the divine masculine waking up in a sense as never before. If you just close your eyes and center into your heart, you can feel and sense them 
right here, earning to just hold your hand and not a way of how we used to know before. This is in a more unity way and a togetherness as we are here and we hold the space for them. We are here holding the space for them to come, for them to lay into it as we together can unite each other. Um, and it's so beautiful to witness all these beautiful men uh, and their eyes just shining, like, oh, just amazing. And, and what the awareness that they're coming into. So what I really want, I want to put that forth and also to ask each beautiful divine feminine to just tap into your heart and tap into the forgiveness frequency. And if you can ripple out that beautiful forgiveness to the masculine and hold out your hand and ask them to come forth as you are a safe vessel, a safe unity and together it's gonna go off. So yes, the divine masculine is truly, truly coming online now like never before. You will sense yourself just gravitating, just wanting to have a conversation with a random beautiful masculine soul. And there are messages within it all. And it is quite beautiful. It is just beautiful to witness. And I'm so honored to be here for them and for the divine feminine here as well. Um, I did want to mention that it is also a time of rebirth. So in that sense, the divine masculine has been through and they're coming to through so much darkness and just very heavy de density. And it's time for that rebirth. And with our hearts in unity with them, it'll be divine. And that's what I'd like to share in awareness. Thank you so much. Beautiful, Candy. That is gorgeous what you what you shared. Uh, gorgeous. Because that is, um, this year has felt like that, just like you said. And Archangel Michael, when he channeled um, this year, he talked about the rise of the divine masculine. So it is a vast what you shared. And if you can just close your eyes, like Candace said, and you can actually feel that wave of them. Like a like a stirring, stirring up and awakening and activating, activating, opening hearts collectively of the divine masculine. So thank you for the support. We are here, even you know, if we're not in a relationship with you, you know, to add to what Candace said, we are holding that space for you to be perhaps in a relationship with you yourself, or if the time ever comes with another empowered divine feminine. We're all holding space for one another. Thank you. And Daisy, I think, do you want to go? Yes, I'd love to add, um, as we evolve in our own conscious awareness and within the unity consciousness that we are all aiming towards, we start realizing that there is so much masculinity within us as women as there is femininity within the, our masculine partners, relatives, friends, and people that we meet, including clients. So it's part of that 
calling to sovereignty within the self and identifying with it and carrying it within a balanced way, knowing when, when to rise and when to mitigate and when to just call it out evens within ourselves, if that makes any sense to you. So it is very, very important for our own spiritual evolution, not just awareness. And also it helps a lot also when we are in the ether communicating with those asexual energies, um, beings, I'm specifically speaking about beings. Most of those in higher realms do not have a specific sex. They don't identify themselves as female, nor male. And when you see the messages that does come through, through you, you can feel their immense, their immense unity, their immense love, their in their immensity, their their evolution. And that that is what we are evolving towards. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. Tamara, would you like to add? Or what would you like to share? You don't have to add about that. <laughs> No, I, I spent a lot of time uh, growing up, uh, and when I had a relationship, I never kind of like linked very well with them. I will always try to fix them most of the time. I will say, instead of you saying this to me, why don't you try to frame it like this? And uh, and dawn on me during my teenage years that I I said to myself, maybe I was a male before because I have a way to, with words where I can make a female feel graceful, feel that she is honored. And I will write these little notes and, and tell them, hey, um, I'm going to erase what you just said to me. And I'm just going to replace that comment with this one. And they'd be like, how do you, how do you write that? How, how, how does that come to you? And I'm like, I just listen to the heart. And um, they were able, they were, ne they, they were so disconnected from the heart that they couldn't really say and honor or cherish the beauty in a in a female uh, energy. Um, so that I remember that constantly. And adding to that, even as a simple smile when you walk in the in the store or the grocery, just smile at the man holding the child or a man that is walking by or the one that is serving your car, and just tell them, you know. Uh, today I had an experience where I I just felt like I was like my soul was telling me you are around archangels in the Hollyfield car shop and I'm like and, and it dawned on me because the guy is very tall red hair and beautiful and uh, very young <laughs> and, uh, and I was like yes I was like I feel like I'm in the presence of archangels very strongly so I left them a, a, a good uh, advice at the end I was like thank you for repairing my shop I mean repairing my car and I'm very grateful and I want to say that you have a beautiful soul and that you remind me of the archangels and remember that archangels always repair our soul and you guys are repairing my vehicle and I left it at that they could look at me like a little bit crazy but I left that seat there because um there's a confirmation that a lot of things are shifting in their personal life as I was listening there sitting while I was waiting for my car to be serviced and I found out that many of their relatives are shifting their plans uh like with the 
corporation world and also uh, uh, universities. So they're shifting their plans. They don't want to go through the medical system. Uh, so that's good news. It looks like a lot of things are dissolving. And uh, it looks like the frequency is rising for these men to start being able to receive this beautiful intentions from our hearts and also from the cosmos. So I'm very honored to have been able to be very aware with uh, how easy now they're able to receive that. So, and yes, so it's a privilege. Beautiful, as you were talking, I pointed up because um, I think Candy, you saw it. There was like a little orb, it looked like an orb, but then it started flapping wings. Oh, wow. And it looked, so it looked like a tiny fairy. You guys can check that out when I started pointing out later. Um, look a light green. Uh, so, wow amazing thank you a spectacular you know um communications any anything else want anyone wants to share just let's just keep chatting speak from your heart as we always do uh, i just wanted to mention also that the dolphins are have come also online in assistance online in a, in a forgiveness in a never before um, type of energy way. I've really sensed them um, and felt their energy. And as they are across the oceans and the earth is um, mostly water, they carry the frequency of balance and harmony. And so that also is a great, um, energy place to be in as we're talking about the unity of the masculine and the feminine, the divine um, masculine coming online, and also bringing forth the rainbow light, rainbow energy, and rainbow phoenix fire. Um, and it's just a also twin flame conjunction. So all of this energy is here for, for us all and in support and in love and yeah, needs to be shared. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Candy. Anything else anyone wants to add? Go ahead, Daisy, you go. So before I forget, um, before we move into other topics and what have you, before we evolve in, into these beautiful topics of balance, um, on April 6th, I am going to be offering a Channeling 101 course. It's only three classes, two hours each. It's going to be on Wednesdays from April 6th to April 20th from 6 to 8 p.m. So... Um, if you go to Esoteric Vibes and under services, you'll be able to, to go ahead and register for the course and pass it on to your friends or to other people that have always wondered on this amazing gift and talent that we all have, because we are all capable of doing this. We just need to grow into it more, experience it more, and be willing to set aside the, the fear, the stereotypes, the taboos that a lot have grown up with and have stopped them literally from developing this amazing talent. So. Beautiful. It's such a, a powerful day. You're gonna start it. It's my birthday, <laughs> April 6th. Um, wow. Yes, I, I, and I love that number. That's, 
up to completion in many forms. Thank you. Um, wow. Did anyone want to add anything else? Uh, yes. Yes, go ahead. Um, so a couple of days ago while I was sunbathing, I just want to add this because I think it's really important for what's this, uh, what is unleashing in the multidimension realm. As I live here in Marion, North Carolina, there's a lot of uh, Cherokee energy here, the Indians, the natives. And as I was uh, meditating, sunbathing, and uh, and doing my my basic yoga poses, <laughs> um, they came to my awareness in the skies. Uh, I could see their faces. I saw some sort of a a chieftain, a chief, a chief uh, Indian Cherokee, and. Uh, representation of the divine masculine as well. Um, I saw like uh, three beautiful uh, Cherokee male and uh, one of them was older and the other ones were younger. So as they were leaving a message into the heart, uh, they were transforming into different birds. So the chief uh, transformed into the eagle, the younger uh, Indian uh, Cherokee transformed himself into a hawk and then the other one into a falcon. And then as these divine masculine flew away, leaving a beautiful message in the heart, I saw three, uh, four divine feminine. One was in red with black hair and she uh, left a beautiful message as a divine feminine. And, uh, and so that did the others and they came in their natural um, uh, Cherokee, uh, I wanna say, tan color, they came very, very clear. And each of them also uh, were able to transform into a different uh, bird. So I saw the owl, the white crane, the raven, and uh, the crow, and each uh, these females, all of them were letting me know that they are now in the environment, in the, in the energies, because they also want to remove the black magic as they are aware of North Carolina uh, with, you know, Asheville, unfortunately so infringed with the um with these certain groups uh that are uh you know has false dogma false religion and uh they're here and they want to remove those chains uh those threads that are in the quantum so that way we can have also uh reservations and uh different males uh in different communities as well uh including the ones in the cities to to have that easy flow of awareness and acceptance of the soul. You're not separate from the soul. So removing that black magic, that thread of black magic. So they came really strong with that message of the heart. Um, I was speechless because uh, that was a very strong connection. I have had connections before with them, but not as strong as that visual. It came high definition to the mind's eye. So I know things are getting lighter here in North Carolina. So I'm very grateful for that and it's spreading. It's spreading uh, to the whole world. So I'm very happy about that. Um, so yes, the rise of the divine feminine and the divine masculine is active. Thank you, uh, Tamara. Uh, that is vast, infinitely in uh, most divine ways. Um, the reason why is if all of us were actually to tap into the land that we're at and, and connect to the ancestors, the indigenous people that live, because the majority of all, uh, the majority of lands had were right um, taken over by you know the English, the Spaniard, the French, whoever, you know, in the islands as well. They were indigenous in whatever skin tone that they were. 
and the, the, these people, though, um, of course, they had some some distortions, but not to the level and disgusting ways that the way these uh, conquerors came in and you know raped the children, raped the the, the the you know the woman, killed the men, slaughtered everyone, you know, put them in piles and burned them. So, if that, but sometimes, uh, yeah, I have really uh, tough memories from that. But if you were to tap into that pain. And that is that pain is actually soaked in in all parts of the, especially in the states, um, because it was fully indigenous here all the way down to you know North America and so on. Um, but if you were to, but but that goes for everyone though the entire world. If you were to tap into who lived here before, you can really uh, tap into when there was freedom and sovereignty because these people. Uh, lived in sovereignty, lived in oneness with Mother Earth, and this this trans this transmission is all about you know loving Mother Earth. So they lived and they talked to the stars, they talked to the moon, they talked to. There's no worship involved. There was well, there, there was I'm sure some some distortion, but at least um, the majority of them were one, and they understood that you know they're star people and that we were star people. So it would be beautiful if you just took one day and maybe you just burn a little fire outside and then you gave love and honor to those, the indigenous people that lived in the lands prior to you. And then you just like tomorrow connected fence allowed yourself to connect to them with your imagination and see them because they are yearning for the releasing of their black magic because all of this was black magic that tormented wherever it was done all this blood soaked into the beautiful soil of mother earth and it's stuck there so that we're that the light warriors that we are these are things that we are meant to be doing on a daily basis so something as simple as lighting a fire for the people that might have lived in the land that you currently live in and the spirits calling forth on your higher self guides and angels and asking them to if some of them are still stuck to transport out create a positive portal for them to ascend out you know, you can call an Archangel Azrael, who we connect to to assist entities. Really embodying embodying this life and what can I do? What can I do to assist the collective even more, even more? And th that sacred act in love will work 100%. It will help hundreds, sometimes even thousands of entities in the perspective lens with the assistance of, of guides and angels and all these benevolent beings, of course, because they'd be assisting them. You're just the bridge of love to help them release. Because when we scan sometimes uh, houses, say we do retreats, right? And this, some of these houses that we host these uh, retreats at, they're covered in blood from the indigenous people that were slaughtered on that land. They look like uh, poltergeist movies, you know, ooze and blood and bones. And that's what the walls actually look like. So a lot of people's homes do look like that because they still carry the pain of who lived there. And if you're going to be living on the land, why, why have you not healed it yet? Why have you not fallen in love with it and given it that grace and gratitude that you're living there? You know, it's again with that whole making love to everything and being one with all. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tamara, for inspiring that within me. And may we all heal our land. Thank you. Um, you. You're welcome. I think that was all, also another reason why they sent me to the mountains because I was living more into the Queen City area. So once I found out what was going on, truly, I just put my hands on the soil. I was not really 
have the knowledge on how to connect, but I just did it by instinct and just let 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 it be known that your soul knows anything that needs repair and healing. And I just put my hands in the soil once I moved here and started releasing and projecting all of those uh, past uh, hurting memories out the quantum, transmuting and healing the souls that suffered. So I do that quite often in the mountains and everything, just very simple, just with the with a beautiful intention to heal our history, which is not really good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna jump in. <laughs> so yeah, I love, I'm just like, you know, things come through and I'm like, don't, I don't want to like think about it much. I wanna let it just kind of flow through me what is coming because First, you know, I'm in, I'm in Brazil where I was born and grew up. And after a few years, like I haven't been here in quite a few years. So it's been a while, the first time in my life I've been for this long, you know, away from my family. But it wasn't meant to be because all the doors were, were closed, literally. And then suddenly just like open and everything just like flew like fast. And I was meant to be here now. Then... I realized like I've been doing a lot of ancestral healing and even with my family, especially at night. So I'm sleeping and like, I'm having this like all kinds of dreams, like just really helping a lot of family members, I guess the ones that are showing up. And then that kind of synchronicity when some, someone posts and I just saw someone's post on Instagram and, and this woman was sharing as well that we're doing a lot of ancestral healing right now collectively, like and related to sovereignty and, and abundance as well because it's so related so she was sharing that and I was like well that's exactly as well what I'm doing you know and then I had a beautiful artist outer session like a couple of days ago with a beautiful male young male and then the message now that I really want to share that came to me and I felt some in his session you know is that the ones that are watching this video here, right? All of all of you watching this video, like you've been on this healing journey, right? This awakening journey, and you've gone through a lot, and you're probably the different one in your family. <laughs> you're most likely that one person, you know. Maybe for luck, you may have another one, but it's probably that one person in your family that is different. And and you've been doing this work, and many times they don't even understands you you know if you're even able to even talk to them at this point but after I was having all these dreams and I I had the moment of thinking and when you like almost like messages coming to my mind and I was like one part of me thought was like so but why am the I am the person that is doing all of these why I was like why me why I'm the one that you know I've been going through all these crazy places at night helping my family and I'm like and also resisting certain things you know, and then the answer came right away that because I, because I was the one who chose and stepped onto the mission, you know, who volunteered and whatever, however you want to say, I was the one who stepped up to do this work. And the same thing with this young male, you know, so, you know, we were the ones who actually chose to heal us, our family, the collective, our ancestors, the generations that are coming so yeah in case you feel like you're going through a lot or you have you know a lot like nobody understands you or you're just going through a lot and you know in your own healing and 
you know, it's just know that we, we are just, we are really strong because we chose, you know, we are volunteer, we're doing this work, we are facing all these things. I see so many people just being lazy, not even want to look at anything, just really because they're just feeling, I, I, you know, I don't have patience for that, you know, but um, so yeah, so just so you know, you are not alone and we're doing these, I feel like we're always healing, like, but that at different times during the, you know, different phases and cycles and years and planets alignments, there are certain topics come to surface. So now it's like a lot of this healing and, and that goes back to the divine masculine and feminine. And so I do feel, you know, the masculine really as well, healing a lot and stepping up, like Candice was saying. And I, I work with a lot of beautiful, beautiful males. Like most of the, the, my clients end up being males and a lot of them are young and they're beautiful, you know, they're beautiful. And many times I hear women saying, where are the, you know, where are the men at, the good men or the awakened men, but they're definitely out there. I know a lot of them. And they're also looking for us, you know, for the women. So, so yeah, so we just like knowing that, yeah, whenever this time is time for you. And if you're single, right, it's just time maybe for you to do the work within yourself and your family, whatever you're feeling called to. But yeah, <laughs> that's it for, for now. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, you, you ladies want to answer some questions and see um, what we can answer here? Yeah, okay, so I'll just, whoever wants to answer, I'll say the question. Um, so to anyone of you sisters, whoever would like to share as a mother, who do you, how do you teach your kids to be light, to be the light? And how do you get them to be vegan and not want snacks? <laughs> oh, well. Does anyone have any advice on that? Would I be the best one to answer that? <laughs> okay um yes so the way the best way to raise children is to um in this perspective in this world we still honor the decision because um perhaps they still sometimes might want to eat meat or um, maybe you know you raised them when you were unawakened so that's kind of what you fed them that was what they were brought up as um but honoring their decision has to be theirs it has to be their decision so we're, you're still giving them i guess both as a mother um but then eventually they will transition as they continue to see your example and feel you know the shielding that you're doing on them the healings that you're doing on them they're going to start feeling like food like meat is like eh, what is this it feels disgusting it feels like i'm eating another life right um so don't force them, give them the option because they are so free, but keep holding that light, that love light until they decide to change their mind. Um, snacks, if uh, we do healthy snacks, we do snacks that um, basically don't have, most name brands, we don't do that. We do try to buy more like family owned brands and we look for healthy alternatives, like instead of potato chips, um, there's this cassava, cassava chip that we really really love it's thin and crispy and it's you know so things that are made and it's only made out of say um two simple ingredients and it's actually much more delicious than the yucky junk stuff um you know they just make it with good oil i forgot what kind of oil and then sea you know salt sea salt or but so 
get them used to it you they be you know you be so they'll be surprised that if they try it out um that's what i can say about that i hope that helps um you know don't be too hard on them don't like get mad at them if they're not listening and they're not changing their bad habits eventually they will so they will um yeah and i can i jump in and say, ahead, say something about this too yeah because i don't have kids but um, i can i can share what my mother did you know and really helped because that's yeah i feel like the best thing we can do is being an example and and my mother she she was the example you know and she became vegetarian before way before i first became vegetarian and she would just cook and but she never liked processed foods you know not much she eats bread like brazilian thing but <laughs> she she doesn't like much like processed foods she was never buying like chips and soda and so I would always eat her vegetarian foods and I would, she never told me to stop eating meats at all, but I, I always, but I always loved her foods. It tasted delicious, but I would just go out and eat whatever, you know, but then eventually I just feel, felt inside of me, I want to become vegetarian. Then I did. And then after a few years, I actually, after a year, I started dating uh, a man who was vegan. And because in my mind, it was like so hard, you know, how am I going to do that? But then he was already living the lifestyle. And then I learned and I was like, wait, it's not that hard. So it's like being an example is the best thing we can do. And because, yeah, I go through, the, you know, I, <laughs> I go through the same as far as like through that, like I feel raising kids nowadays, like I don't even know how we do that because like the influence but I know we can still do it in a good way. And yeah, the kids as well will have their own, you know, their own soul and their own kind of higher self and memories. And so, yeah, they, we can give that example. But I do feel that the influence is like really heavy. So we have to be a better example. And that's that's all we can do, right? Yeah. Thank you. And the other question here is, Hello, beautiful souls. Do any of you get anything happening April 12th for all humanity? April 12th. Mm. Powerful. So what is that? 4, 12, 22. You know, I always have to add numbers up. So that's 3, 7, plus 6, which is 13, isn't it? Oh, I think... Um, Actually, my husband and I were just talking about that number. Pretty sure we were. Um, so anytime you see the number 13, it's a very special day. Use that and embody that day um, with a endings and a rebirth. A lot of things that can happen in our 3D, like say you're trying to sell a house and you can't sell it. You can't sell it. Say you're trying to, I don't know, um, open up a business and you can't get there. Um, so if it is whether the 13th day or the 13th week or the 13th month of you're trying to do this at that point whatever's trying to hold it back which could be at times black magic of um could break it completely so anytime you see these think of it like that what am i ready to break to remove to transmute to transform into into organic what am i ready to let go of and just honor it like a death into a rebirth. I think that they will really represent that for sure for us. Those of us who choose to tap into that. Thank you for that question. Does anyone want to add anything to that? 
You good? Okay, so the next one is, um, uh, okay, dear sisters, can you share with us how you all overcome the ego mind's trap of self-doubt and lack of trust in self? It will aid so many that struggle. Thank you. Who would like to answer that? Go ahead, Daisy. So it is a process. Um, learning to overcome the ego is simply surrendering. Once you surrender and you believe in the information that's going to come through without any filters, okay, magic word, filters, and just surrendering to that incoming energy, you learn to put that ego aside and you learn to receive the incoming message for what it is, for whatever is being transmitted, for whoever being comes through. Um, many times the ego um, will filter the message, your perspective. And if there isn't a match for the energy that's coming through, um, you're going to have a hard time connecting and you're going to have time being a clear conduit channel for that reason. So I think here and the other sisters will, will have to share their, their version of what they think ego is. But for me, it's putting the filter aside. It's putting the ego rational mind to the side and just surrendering to your own capability. Will doubt still arise? Yes, I still get doubts all the time. Every time I get visions when I'm invoking a higher self or a painting, I doubt, I question, of course I do. Um, even when I'm doing sessions with clients, Akashic readings or even Raz, and I will question, sometimes I will make the same question in different ways, in different forms, just to see if I'm getting the same response or if I'm getting the same feeling or if I'm getting the same energy back. So I don't know, the key word here is surrendering. It really is, to me at least, so... Yes, beautiful, Daisy, beautiful. I love that. In surrendering and sitting in your heart with yourself in love for yourself. I think that for me, that really helped me with my self-doubt is finding my way back to me, to forgiving myself, to seeing myself in a non-judgmental way, to allowing Look, I'm a spiritual beings on this earth having a human experience. So we're going to feel these things. And it's part of our discernment process. It's part of our experience. It's, it's, it's part of it all and really part of the fun too. So to get in the mind space of not being so critical, um, you know, on oneself and saying, oh, um, you know, just hold yourself in that space. Okay. I'm having doubts. That's fine. Let's write it out. Let's, let's dig deeper. Let's sit with it and surrender to the doubt. Why is the doubt coming up? And it's really um, getting into the, the energy of the self-love frequency. When you are there and you really try to hold yourself in those spaces, no matter what they look like, you get closer and closer like they as he said, it's a process. So be easy on yourself, have love for yourself more than anything, 
And you'll find yourself more and more chipping away at those filters, like Daisy mentioned, um, with the ego and those limiting beliefs. And you come closer to what's who you are and that you are love and you are light and you can do and be anything you want. And having that belief within you, like truly belief, and it will come. And that non-judgmentalness will really be less and less and less that you have for yourself. And the real beauty is, is that it will ripple and reflect out into humanity. And then you will see others in a loving way, not in a judgmental way or a doubtful way. So it's just beautiful how we do these transitions and we go through this process and then we're able to witness it out into the beautiful um, world and humanity. So it's a beautiful question and it's a journey and just love yourself through it. Thank you. Just want to add something right quick following with uh, Daisy and uh, Candy. Um, it also once everything transpire after your you surrendering, um, all of that becomes part of your intuition because you came to that point to surrender. That's your intuition telling you you're about to have a rebirth. And then that intuition turns out to be inspiration because now you're believing in yourself. So now you have the inspiration to touch and go within your heart. And then after that, you're going to have the channeling with the cosmic light, because that's what it is. Light, pure light information from the sun and from the cosmos, even in dream time, there's energy. So you're going to be uh, coming across that and even furthermore connected. So that's really important. And it's also part of, uh, of, of our beautiful uh, light field. And I'm jumping in as well. <laughs> so I like to observe the doubts, like if it separates from me, because like, you know, Daisy was saying, we have, I have these few moments that doubts come. So I'm like, instead of, yeah, I just look at the doubts and like, oh, you know, look at the doubts there. <laughs> look what it's saying oh interesting you know this saying that but I don't feel like you know I I don't identify with like don't let them identify who I am or you know so I look at from the outside and I also notice that I go through flows and cycles so you know I don't know if one day it will stop being like this but I also notice that nature has cycles you know we all have cycles women we have our monthly cycles everything goes through cycles so there are cycles right that I'm like having all those dreams and I'm feeling really you know kind of intuitive and I'm writing and I'm very inspired and there are other cycles that I just don't want to do anything <laughs> so I also observe that and so I'm not like you know thinking so sometimes it's just easier than other times naturally <laughs> and then when the doubts comes I look at it and I'm like okay because even having confirmation after confirmation after confirmation sometimes I still have doubts coming <laughs> but then I just know that I just gonna go to I just kind of let it go and and then it goes <laughs> yeah beautiful whenever there's doubt all i do is take a deep breath and out and i allow the wind and the wind goddess to take 
take that out with it. Because I don't consent to it. I know who I am, and no one's going to tell me, not a negative voice, who I am. And that is it. <laughs> I'm here for a mission. <laughs> Even if it's a little voice, I don't consent to you getting in my way. Um, but there's also different things that can be connected to that, right? What do you need to heal within yourself? Could it be, um, you know, your inner child? Maybe you need to embrace your inner child a little bit more. Maybe your the you now is assisting still the inner child then that is still going through that process as all time is linear to themselves. Um, but yes, there could be many different answers to that. Thank you for all your beautiful answers so far. And then we have... Um, Okay, uh, we have Manifesto of Love. I'm going to take his questions just because he's, he's my beautiful husband, <laughs> Zen. Um, so he wrote in chat, uh, he said, I have moments throughout the day where I connect to the earth and send love to all that exists. That you do. From your experiences, is there advice that we can do to help the earth's collective energy? So what else can we do? We've talked a little bit about um, really connecting to the indigenous lands, right? And healing the ancestral. We've talked about much. What else can we do when we have, we feel those moments that we want to have and heal? What are some ideas? I use this visualization a lot. Um, I try to project what it is that I want to see Earth like down the line in terms of ascension. What, what world do I see myself living in? Um, not in the 3D world. I'm not talking about 3D world here. I'm talking about 5D world. What is it that my expectation is? What am I projecting into that 5D world that I want to manifest? At what point am I doing uh, within my healing career, uh, within my painting career? How are people interacting with one another? How are the prices to the cost of living? I project all of that into my vision. And that's what I expect to see evolving within the next years. No matter how it is right now in 3D, that's all BS. Beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, you know, I, what I do I work on a lot of my own self as far as I keep my vibration aligned and stable and high, I want to say, because sometimes there are many things going on in the words that can really like, you know, try to shake us and knock out of our center. So what I do is like remain in my center and in my heart and, you know, and pretty much like don't fall into anger or depression because I feel like that would not be helpful because each one of us is like our energy together is making up the planet. So if I'm down and depressed or angry, now I'm actually like lowering the frequency. So I do my best to stay in my own alignment and do what I can, you know, my tools that be yoga, meditation, go out, stretch, nature. And, and the same thing, like similar to what Daisy was saying too, then, I like to know about the things that are happening, but then it's like, okay, I know, okay. I don't need you to be giving much attention and like, 
you know, and seeing over and over, even the things that happened before, you know, in the past, instead of being stuck on like this happened and now I'm, you know, I want to fight that. So I know it happened. I honor that. And then I pretty much like focus on creating better, the better and, you know, and maybe sending love and healing and, you know, so it can be tough. I feel to just see people going through a lot of hard times, you know, and so it's really tough. And yeah, what I do as well, I try to remember my, remind myself too that each one is on their own journey, that we cannot be responsible for everyone and what they're going through because it's their journey and for whatever reason that we don't even understand why they're going through certain things. So I don't, you know, I know that there is only so much I can do as well. And what I can do is this, right? It's like my energy and what I am sending out and and I honor whatever else, whoever else, but I, you know, just, just my, my mindset's like right here and let's create and not like going to the past much, you know, but yeah. Beautiful. I want to jump in that so beautiful ladies. Um, and, you know, just as like a reminder too, I, I also do the visual, visualizations and sending love out to the earth and really visualizing such huge ripples of love and of healing. But also for me, it's really the simplest, littlest things. And it starts from within me in my heart. And it's how I go about and walk through the day. As you're outside connecting to the earth, you gaze up at the sky and you send your love there. You honor the beautiful organic clouds, the sun. You honor the sunshine, the healing. You're walking past somebody, right? Like Tamara mentioned, you smile at a, a gentleman or a child. And you are spreading that love and that energy out into um, humanity, into the cosmos. And it just ripples out constantly. And to be, like Mayara mentioned earlier, to be that example and just to, it starts with you. It really does. I know that's like you hear it a lot and, you know, it can be corny, but it's so true. It's so true. It really does start with you and your essence just ripples out. So, yeah. Okay. Just to add, um, ask for help to plant a tree. I've, I've never planted a tree before. So um, I know that people can ask um, for that. So that's a, a way of expression to give back to Mother Earth because that also allowed the grid to, hit, to heal as well. So I just want to put that out there, <laughs> planting a tree <laughs> too. <laughs> love that and i will answer to that i allow myself to be a beacon a bridge of of love and i live that i feel it i breathe it i sense it i smell it i dance to it all day long and there are times that i need to be more fiery more fierce you know stand in my sovereignty of course so i just shift in vibration and frequency all day long but in all forms that my my human emotions who i am is shifting within me i am still that embodiment of infinite love there and then with this i will add this beautiful um 
share. I was sharing this with my practitioners recently. We were we were having a class with this beautiful, beautiful being uh, that emanates such an infinite love. And uh, something that she, we, we uh, it was my husband and I, sometimes he comes in for classes and he gives messages. I usually have him meet at least you, um, whoever signs up for certifications, meet you once. And he'll give you a little reading with your higher self's permission. So something he was telling um, this beautiful soul that was an ex- aspect actually of Archangel Haniel. She was in a fractal of Archangel Haniel. And she was explaining her connection. He was explaining to her her connection to the to the moon and how um, is it is um, Haniel. She's a moon goddess, and how um, the moon lights up every bit of the entire night, right? All of it, and how she was a representation to that. How she was lighting up every bit. It graced its beauty on. And then um, he was also explaining how a lot of actually a lot of um, elders and our um, archangels who are here, uh, really all of us though, in whatever galactic race we are, how we are healing Mother Earth and specifically saving our children, saving the children of Earth. And he and she was like, but how, how am I doing that? And he explained, so do you remember when I explained to you that your heart is a ripple of vibration and it echoes out and it completely echoes out and embraces all of earth and how it touches everything just like the moon it touches. He explained that that's what you are. And and he also explained, you know, when he was little and some of us went through that as well, right? used to feel like you want to give up like why am I here what what's going on like you would feel so tormented by this place and it's like god please get me out of here right some of you could have suicidal thoughts and so just get me out of here but then you would hear that voice and you were when you were that little boy or that little girl and you couldn't hold on anymore and all of a sudden you know you're in tears and you're like god please take me then you hear that voice that tells you hold on you will get through it. You are loved. You are embraced. Don't give up. So that is what your love is and what all of our love is for humanity, for the children specifically, because that was that same wave that he heard or we heard when we were little and we didn't want to be here anymore. That same wave ripples out throughout all earth and we are assisting and saving the children and giving them the hope inspiration to keep to continue and that is how powerful being the bridges and the antennas the, the anchors of love light that we are we are that substance substance that that perseverance that lifting up of energy of love light for the children of earth whether they're now or they're going to be born or whether in the past we are aware of that. So remember all that you are and all that you can be and how it can assist the collective. Thank you. With that, I am done. If anybody else wants to conclude you, what a last message, you can go. All of you. I, I just want to say, um, Aurora's husband, we love you so much. Thank you so much for your beauty and everything that you do. Oh, you guys are divine. 
And also, I want to I wanted to mention I didn't earlier. Um, I do actually. Um, I connect with uh, souls and beings that go through their spiritual awakening and allow them to tell their story um, on Instagram and on um, on YouTube. So if that resonates with you, please contact me um, through our wisdom and through sharing our experiences. We really learn and grow from each other and um, holding that space for one another is extremely important. Um, so. Thank you so much for having me. I love and honor you all so much. Thank you. I want to uh, say goodbye with a message that I channeled right before we came on uh, from Lilith. And she says, seek not within patience for answers within the divine. It is with wonder that exploration of all worlds can bring the answers that you seek. You see, all beings across all space and frequencies have also searched for divineness. They too have had questions beyond their realms. Do not think all are all knowing for if it is, then why divinely create with the purpose of searching, discovering and sharing the infinite wisdom? So as you know, Lilith always makes you go in within to search for answers. So leave that light on. And with that, I say love to all of you. Beautiful, Daisy. One must always stay humbled as a, even as a master, you're still always a student. Always infinite. Thank you. Go ahead, whoever wants to conclude. Uh, it was an, uh, an honor to be here, uh, delighted. Also, yes, uh, Aurora's husband, Divine Masculine, we also honor him as well and say thank you for everything you have done for uh, these souls here connected to Aurora as well. Um, it really does ripple off and uh, we can tell by the collective that the information is held there and through dream time we get that beautiful message and we kind of wake up I don't want to say the word upgraded, but we wake up more wise, you know, more wise and wise. And I want to say thank you for all. And the struggles, of course, of the ego mind and everything has been very real. But at the same time, we can conquer and go above it and rise above it. Um, and one of the messages from the Cherokee Indian, if you allow me to read it just right quick, because I think it was very profound. Um, hopefully I can find it. <laughs> Uh, he said something very special about following the rhythm of your heart because your heart has always been free. And that's something that was very profound during that sunbathing. So I just want to share it with you all. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tamara. Your heart has always been free. No matter how much your soul is fractured, beat up, or black magic, whatever. It is amazing. We have some amazing literature to come, but it's amazing how a person it could be so thinned out, but then it could still recover itself. Isn't that the greatest, grand, and beautiful? Because it's always been free, as that is our birth-giving right, our freedom. Thank you. You may continue. Yeah, I want to thank everyone that participated in the live, but also everyone that is watching because yeah, I just, I'm really grateful for all of you that are 
tapping to this frequency and it just really means a lot because I feel like I can speak for a lot of people here that in this journey like in my life so many people you know just kind of they start like peeling out of our lives and kind of you know their own journey so just having this like you know so family like that we can kind of talk and connect and like speak the same language it means a lot to me so thank you and I had the pleasure of meeting you know only Daisy I haven't met online all these other beautiful women I met online and yeah I, I could feel you know like their energy in real life too <laughs> so you know I'm so happy that we're here together and I remember even seeing Candice for the first time and I was like oh my gosh her energy is so beautiful <laughs> and Tamara she's like fire <laughs> I don't I have nothing even to say because you guys heard me saying so much. Like my life's fully changed like since I met her, you know, and I'm looking forward to Daisy to get a uh, pencil, my higher self pencil, I'll connect you. I've been, I've been putting that in the universe and I look forward to that because your paintings are beautiful. So thank you. Thank you, everyone. And I love you all. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Make sure you follow these beautiful women on their websites, their pages, their YouTubes. Go get an interview with Candy. She's uh, adorable and beautiful and holds the space and love for you to just, you know, just to speak your journey and uh, go get a painting and go get um, uh, a class with Maya Ra, who is such a uh, beautiful um, master in all forms. <laughs> Uh, especially that sacral chakra we need to develop that and really embody that and tomorrow um, sessions to come perhaps love you all thank you for being here you are honored loved and respected and i will see you um not next friday because i will be in sedona yay um hosting a retreat so you'll see me around just you definitely want to hit the bell button because it probably will be a random video um, but otherwise, we're here every Friday, 1 p.m. Central Time. Hope to see you. Make sure you subscribe and share this video. It's full of, as you know, you've been watching, strength, empowerment, divinity, rejoice, passion, love, all that um, embodies infinitely in the ways that we can be individually. I love you, honor you, and respect you. Bye, love. Bye, loves. See you all next Bye. time. Have a beautiful day. <laughs> You too. Bye. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> mm.